Get ready to start your new morning ritual with our new sponsor, Mudwater. Coffee is one of America's favorite beverages, with more and more people starting their coffee habits every day with a cup of that flavorful anxiety juice. But let's be real. Have you ever heard anyone say, I'm working on getting more coffee into my life? Millions of people complain about the jitters that come from coffee consumption. Our morning coffee rituals can be habit-forming and, for some people, can make getting a good night's sleep almost impossible. And while nearly all of us like the smell, taste, and ritual of our morning coffee, why not explore eliminating the negative aspects of our morning brew? Well, what if your coffee replacement helped induce alertness, not dependency, improve mental capacity and function, improve physical stamina and performance, improve immunity and overall health. Oh, and by the way, it tastes good enough to drink every single day. Meet Mudwater. Mudwater is your fastest growing coffee alternative in the market, consisting of organic ingredients lauded by cultures both old and young for their health and performance benefits. With one-seventh the caffeine of coffee, Mud gives you the natural energy and focus you expect from coffee, but without the jitters and crash. With an organic blend of mushrooms and ingredients like cacao, marsala, chai, turmeric, lion's mane, and more, Mud Water offers a beverage like no other. Whether you want to enjoy it hot, cold, as a latte, or however you take your coffee in the morning, Mud Water is the zero sugar, zero crash, zero jitter alternative, sure to leave you feeling recharged and refocused. Listen, I'm really excited to have Mud Water as a sponsor here on The Brian Nichols Show because I've been able to see the Mud Water difference for myself, and you can too, so click the link in the show notes to get some mud, support the show, and get your new morning ritual started right with mud water. And now, onto the show. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C level executives to help them future proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. <laughs> Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Wednesday, folks, and just strap in, because today's episode, I'm still kind of at a loss for words. We talk about all the time these ideas of liberty. They just make sense, right? And by the way, hi, Brian Nichols here on today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. But yeah, we, we talk about these ideas all the time because they do just make sense. And today's guest just not only reaffirms that they just make sense, but actually show it's science. It's scientifically backed why the ideas of liberty, of freedom, are in fact science, or some may even say are nature. Dr. Adrian Bejan joins the program to discuss his baby, Constructal Law, which is at its very notion, the idea that for evolution and things to move forward, they must be allowed to do so freely, to flow freely. You need freedom. Dr. Bajan mentions that freedom is one of those uh, F words that scientists aren't allowed to speak anymore. And what an amazing opportunity to get some true context, though, into the importance of applying freedom, not just into what we talk about here in terms of economics and our ability to live our lives as we see fit, but also the importance of freedom across the greater world, 
Mother Nature, as he said, is in fact freedom. So with that being said, on to the show, Dr. Adrian Bajan here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate the invitation. Absolutely. And it's funny how the internet works. I have Dr. Patrick Moore on the program, and that turned into an email exchange in which I was introduced to you. And I got the opportunity to not only uh, get to learn, I uh, really get to know who you were, but also get to dig into uh, some some more, I would say, as you were talking about beforehand, let, let's let's go behind the scenes, the not allowed topics. And and I wanted to dig more into also your background growing up behind the Iron Curtain uh, overseas. So let's start off here. Dr. Adrian Bajan, uh, welcome to the program. Let's start off introducing yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience. Okay, great. I uh, welcome that opportunity. Um, yeah, I, I'm a baby boomer uh, born in 1948 uh, in uh, in uh, Romania that had just turned communist uh, against its will. So um, that's, I was raised in the 50s and the 60s um, under a regime that's in fact uh, famous for its uh, brutality and um, and uh, lack of uh, respect for the individual. Um, but uh, the schooling was uh, serious uh, in spite of the indoctrination and um, so that's my background. Uh, growing up, uh, I knew that uh, there's only one way uh, in life, and that is to get better at things other than uh, repeating the, uh, the um, um, you know, dogma that came from the authorities. Uh, and uh, those uh, things, in my case, turned out to be mathematics, um, uh, art, which meant uh, making drawings, uh, and uh, basketball very seriously. In fact, uh, I excelled in that direction uh, to the highest level. And um, that combination turned out to be very fruitful in, uh, in uh, my um, career, uh, which is, in fact, the subject of today's uh, uh, discussion. Uh, because when you grow up uh, looking around and uh, wondering, wondering why things are so terrible, and why things are so uh, uh, rigid, and um, uh, rigid meaning uh, resisting movement, when uh, by comparison, uh, tourists that came from Western Europe to uh, the Romanian uh, natural attractions looked uh, so happy and so well-dressed. And so, uh, well, um, you, you can imagine the movies of the 50s and the 60s, so different than the bleak... Uh, uh, scene uh, in which I was being erased. And I'm not mentioning the fact that my parents were both put in prison and uh, the whole uh, city was, in fact, uh, muzzled. Um, then uh, one grows uh, questioning, questioning and questioning by doing it quietly. And uh, now I know as a, as a scientist that when you think about something quietly in the, uh, in the privacy of your mind, but you think about that uh, question all the time. Uh, relatively fast, the answer takes uh, shape in your mind. And that answer, uh, in my case, turned out to be, uh, I have to get out of here, number one. And number two, that uh, things are uh, rigid here, but uh, flowing uh, uh, elsewhere for a reason that has to do with design. That's the... Um, the um, the, the beginning of uh, my education. 
And then, of course, um, um, crossing the Atlantic was uh, a uh, an unbelievable uh, uh, event that requires an episode of its own. The uh, the good news is that I spent eight years at MIT uh, earning all my degrees, and uh, I learned. Uh, uh, I don't know why I fell in love with uh, thermodynamics. Uh, this is a word that should not scare anybody because uh, it sounds uh, enigmatic, but in fact, uh, it is uh, <laughs> not only at the fingertips, but uh, uh, responsible for the uh, hot seat uh, in which every single one of us is sitting. Uh, thermodynamics is simply the science of power, uh, which comes from uh, fire. Uh, between the power that's uh, delivered to us uh, and the fire, there's uh, a contrivance called the engine, or these days, uh, large-scale power plant. Um, and, of course, there are many contrivances, uh, refrigeration machines and uh, uh, vehicles and uh, all sorts of things. The point is that uh, uh, the thermodynamics, the science of power, is about uh, who we are today. And uh, we happen to be extremely fortunate today, uh, 200 years after the Industrial Revolution. Uh, power now, it's extremely cheap. Uh, power from, uh, from fire, from, I meaning originally the steam engine, uh, had a lot to do, had a lot to do with, uh, with ending slavery. Um, all this uh, is important to know, and this is, uh, this is what I teach. And by the way, uh, thermodynamics is a made-up name for two words. Uh, thermo comes from uh, the Greek word uh, therme, which means heat. And uh, the other one, uh, dynamis, also Greek, um, means uh, in antiquity it meant uh, power. These days it means force in, uh, in physics. Uh, these words do not come from the Greeks. They come from uh, the Brits, who, in fact, uh, uh, made those engines and then had a lot to do with writing the books uh, on this particular subject 150 years ago. Wow, a lot to unpack there. And I think the first part I want to go back to is something you said earlier, is, and that was that you started to question things, but you started to do so quietly. And... I wanted to maybe dig into that a little bit more because part of when I'm approaching things through a sales executive mindset is also making sure that you're always helping the customer kind of reverse engineer. And that requires you almost incessantly going down to why, 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 and always having to peel back the layers of the onion. So it's interesting. You do see kind of that correlation between the scientist and as I say, for sales folks, we're just professional problem solvers. So Sure. I, I like that there is that correlation. And yes, you, you were referring to uh, as the video you, uh, YouTube user can see in the background, all of your, your degrees and, and accolades on your wall behind you. So let's look at your, uh, your work right now. You're, you're most notably known for constructal law. What is, is that, Dr. Uh, Dr. Bajan? Well, uh, I'll answer that. The first, uh, Theronomics is a very thin uh, book of uh, reliable uh, truths. Um, there are two laws before they construct the law, two laws. Uh, the first law is a summary of uh, observations of uh, innumerable observations of the same kind. 
uh, one of them is the statement, what goes up must come down, <laughs> what is known as the conservation of energy. So that's the first law. Uh, the second law, contrary to a lot of the, uh, uh, the uh, let's call it journalism that you read these days, uh, is about the phenomenon of irreversibility, meaning that uh, anything by itself flows one way from high to low. That is the second law. Uh, the, these uh, original laws of thermodynamics are about anything, which means about a blo any black box in which you later can imagine uh, a contrivance or an animal or uh, uh, somebody's, uh, you know, body at uh, in the hospital. They uh, all of, so the the uh, the classic uh, discipline is uh, is has utmost generality. Now, um, 25 years ago, it occurred to me that uh, these things, all these things that uh, belong in that uh, uh, any box, meaning the black box, have uh, configuration. And the configurations are uh, not static. They are constantly changing. They are morphing. That means they're evolving. And not only that, but they're evolving in a discernible direction. I grew up in the Danube Delta. Every spring, I knew that uh, the, uh, the the river channels had uh, changed their positions from the previous year. I was doing a lot of fishing uh, on the on the riverbank, and uh, so yes, uh, nature is uh, is uh, is dynamic. It's uh, not static. Nature is morphing. So uh, I recognize the direction of. Uh, uh, these evolutionary changes, that direction is obviously toward uh, uh, whatever flows to flow more and more easily. From there, we have uh, the round cross sections of uh, every blood vessel, um, you know, natural. Uh, and um, so I, 25 years ago, I, uh, I stated the constructor law, which is, uh, I think, in the common language. It says that for any anything to uh, persist in time, it must uh, evolve uh, freely so that it provides a greater access to what flows. And uh, if you're interested in, uh, say, uh, fluid mechanics, uh, or uh, uh, well, then you can uh, replace my words with the uh, words of that particular discipline or electrical engineering, uh, meaning the architecture of the brain, you can uh, you can use your language on top of the uh, the common language and on and on and on. The point is that uh, nature, if nature is to be uh, captured better by thermodynamics, uh, then nature, uh, thermodynamics, the discipline or science uh, uh, more broadly, must uh, acknowledge the fact that uh, that nature is in fact a um, a a, a, a like a, one of these uh, multiplex cinemas, a, uh, <laughs> a, 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 an enclosure where you are exposed to movies that are running simultaneously. They're uh, constantly running. They're, diff they're diverse. They're diverse, uh, 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 amazingly diverse. But uh, the, the plot is the same in every single one. <laughs> so, so the movies are many, but the plot is one. And the plot is that uh, all these uh, uh, plots or stories in the movies are, uh, uh, yeah, impressing us with a, with a direction which is toward greater and greater access. Uh, 
Um, so I've done, uh, I've, first of all, from the AHA, which is the constructor law. Now there's a movement, uh, it's been a movement for uh, now more than two decades. Many have shown uh, that uh, this idea, in fact, unites the uh, evolving uh, design phenomena from uh, all over um, human knowledge, uh, animate uh, flow systems, inanimate flow systems. I call them flow systems in order to, uh, well, uh, have access to my own peers, but flow system is anything in nature. Uh, everything, anything you know uh, happened uh, to be there because it arrived there, it was carried there, it grew there, it was buried there, if you dig for it, it had moved there. <laughs> so uh, that's right. So, uh, okay. Um, so the, um, I, <laughs> I got too excited, so I forgot what I was saying. The point is, um, the, the applications, the investigations, uh, the things that my colleagues all over the world have been hanging on this uh, the light bulbs on the Christmas tree uh, are extremely diverse, uh, meaning many phenomena have been uh, uh, basically predicted uh, into the future or in a retrospect um, to be, in fact, manifestations of the constructor law uh, a tendency. Uh, for example, all animal locomotion, all animal, lo meaning swimming, running, and flying, uh, have been predicted. Uh, we are actually uh, raised with the idea that these, uh, these uh, sports are different than the Olympics. No, no. They are, in fact, precise rhythms. Uh, every single one is a rhythm, predicted from the constructible, a rhythm that empowers the moving body with a uh, with a, in, in the case of a race, with a, with a, with a, a faster progress uh, to the finish line, a rhythm. And that rhythm is, uh, is um, the frequency of that is lower when the body is bigger. Uh, in a, one week from now, uh, I know what will happen at the Olympics in Tokyo. I do. Uh, and I have published this and I'm not ashamed to try to publish it again. <laughs> because people, people, if they don't get it the first time, it's like a joke, okay? Then you tell the joke again. Um, your previous uh, guest was talking about the importance of, uh, of uh, telling better stories. In science, uh, the uh, receiver, which is, which is, who is the student, uh, benefits greatly from, uh, from a good joke every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> yes. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, uh, what is the uh, uh, the congregation for? Uh, everybody falls asleep. Professors and then uh, these uh, future professors who uh, unwittingly learn to be like their uh, like their masters. No, uh, science is supposed to be fun. You see, sorry, it is that should be obvious. Uh, I speak from experience that science is fun when uh, when you're having fun with it. So you said a quote, and I wrote the words "Wow" next to it. But you talked about how, with constructive law, one of the applications it must evolve freely, and that you you emphasize this word in our email exchange: freedom, and and the idea of there needing to be less and less resistance. We're seeing this in our conversation today, talking about the flow. 
every single person who's listening to this program is, I would say, well, not maybe not every person, but we'll say 90% of the audience is at least empathetic with the ideas of this freedom as it applies to the marketplace and as it applies to the individual rights of people. So I'm wondering, do you see a correlation as it would pertain to what you see in nature as it does for human nature and how we act in accordance with each other, especially when we're looking at economics or if we're looking at the way, I mean, let's look even like at coronavirus and the way that we saw a response from a top-down government uh, action where despite that, people still were trying to look for that means of less resistance, trying to, to get away and around those various barri barriers. Dr. Bajan, what are your thoughts there? Well, uh, thank you for bringing up the uh, F word uh, called freedom. Um, the uh, well, uh, I'll begin with uh, your answering your earlier question about uh, how I was uh, thinking while keeping my mouth shut when I was growing up. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, and of course, the ideas became uh, more and more concrete in my in my mind because uh, obviously we have brains in order to uh, to make sense of uh, what we observe. We have brains in order to think. So uh, my thinking was uh, helped uh, greatly from uh, observing what was happening to my parents. I mentioned what happened to them. Uh, but my parents, who had been educated uh, when Romania was free, that was before, uh, before the war, um, were, uh, were brilliant and uh, uh, free, free individuals, unafraid. And my father uh, was a gifted veterinarian. He's the one who... Uh, got me to be interested in animals. And uh, as you'll hear from my, uh, my uh, little story now, and uh, he was out of prison. So uh, he was uh, uh, free in the sense that the worst they, they could not do to him. So at home, uh, he was uh, speaking freely. And I knew uh, the difference between uh, um, the discussion at home uh, and the uh, teachings in school, number one. I also knew from uh, a home that it's important to uh, to uh, to uh, to be quiet about what I knew. Uh, and um, one day, uh, my father was arguing. The whole street was, in fact, <laughs> in the same boat as my parents, uh, discussing with a neighbor, and uh, and asking his neighbor rhetorically, uh, "Listen, listen." The neighbor had a dog. In Romania, the dogs are on a chain uh, guarding their house. In other words, in Romania, a poor country, dogs are not pets. Dogs are working for a living. So uh, my father says to this neighbor, in the middle of the street, loudly, whatever his name was, listen, sorry, look in the eyes of your dog. Your dog is telling you I want to be free. Yes, that's the story. I was, uh, I was there. And that was the light bulb. Bingo. The answer to all these things that are horrible is, in fact, the same answer that uh, my father was, uh, was uh, hearing from the dog. And obviously heard it from the horse and from all sorts of other uh, uh, communicators whose veracity could not be questioned. You see, that's why the animals move. That's why they migrate. That's why they uh, they defend themselves or why, why they attack. 
other uh, predators, and on and on and on. So, uh, so that's uh, that was the beginning of that. Now, uh, uh, jumping uh, two decades later to uh, to uh, uh, my studies, um, it occurred to me that in the, this is now in uh, in the making of uh, of uh, contrivances, for example, uh, engines or whatever vehicles, uh, even uh, traffic in the city. It occurred to me that the reason why these uh, designs, these uh, flowing architectures, are getting better from one year to the next, is because the uh, the configuration changes. It does change. Back in the days before the internet, we had the telephone books in uh, in uh, motels, and uh, if the books were uh, old, then you saw a difference between the uh, the map of the city where you happen to be and uh, the actual uh, uh, traffic pattern in the city because it had changed during the, the, the 10 years that had passed. So, uh, well, uh, in uh, engineering, it is very, very well known that uh, in order to change something, that something must possess degrees of freedom, meaning directions in which to be, uh, to be moved or, uh, or bent or uh, whatever. Uh, without freedom, there is no change. Uh, one does not have to explain this to, to an engineer, you see. So uh, that's the other bingo, which is that uh, when it comes to the uh, society in which I was raised, the reason for all that poor performance where very little movement was happening, I'm talking about no automobiles, uh, a carriage pulled by, uh, by a horse on my street, in the center of town, a town of 150,000 people. Imagine, in the 50s. Well, it was, meaning the answer was, uh, lack of freedom to, uh, to change the, uh, well, the, the design of the movement. But the bottom line is, it is a lack of freedom. And lack of freedom, already an idea of my mind, meaning from the dog, uh, from the eyes of the dog, was in a 100% contradiction with the propaganda, which is constantly praising the uh, elaboration of Romania from the uh, fascist yoke, whatever that was, because in fact, Romania was fascist during the war. So what yoke is that? There are other victims to the, uh, to the, uh, to the regime, but uh, uh, that's another, Another topic that requires uh, something else with which I'll conclude this discussion. Ask me, please, at the end, uh, what 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 uh, makes a better science? So that's pretty much the uh, the uh, the reason why I decided to uh, to champion the use of this word. Why, in my most recent book, the title is "Freedom and Evolution." Uh, clearly, or I should say, obviously. Uh, obviously, without without freedom, there is no evolution. Uh, meaning that, of course, uh, on this campus, famous here at Duke University, uh, everybody is gaga about evolution. Well, they mean, of course, Darwinian evolution. I'm that that can be their bag. But as I point out, with the river basin and with the city traffic, uh, revolution evolution is not uh, a uh, let's say. Uh, an invention from biology. Evolution is, in fact, a, a, a very old Latin word 
evolve, evolver, eh, which means to roll out, to roll forth. And it uh, captures the image of, uh, of uh, the, the birth of an infant out of uh, his or her mother. And in the same uh, ancient culture, the mother was natura, she, nature, she who gives or gave birth to everything. Well, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good uh, culture, the one that captures, uh, uh, let's say, what is uh, so uh, succinctly. Um, and so evolution is, uh, is accepted, it is spoken, uh, or <laughs> hardly controversial. And uh, to my astonishment, uh, when I was trying to get this book published, The Freedom and Evolution, uh, I detected uh, in the anonymous reviews uh, the uneasiness of uh, reviewers and editors and um, <laughs> literary agents to, to touch this thing, you see. Um, yeah, that's right. So the, the more uneasy they were, the more uh, 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 determined I became to, uh, not to shut up. <laughs> I like that. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, you, you had a couple quotes here I want to go back to. Without freedom, there is no change. How, how profound, first of all, that, it, that statement is. But number two, this actually goes into a thought, though, that I, I had. And we see this, and you're, you actually brought this up based also on what you experienced over in Romania. But we're seeing this across the world right now, even. There is distinct groups of people who are overtly anti-freedom. So it almost seems like they're kind of going against the very nature of constructal law. So what is it that's making those people go against the very thing that they should be, in theory, desiring so much? Well, uh, in any, uh, in any uh, uh, form of uh, social organization, you have, uh, you have participants that uh, contribute uh, in the, according to their ability, okay, and talent, uh, they contribute. That's number one, meaning that we're diverse in the social organization uh, to which we belong. For example, my university here, or uh, my department, but much better uh, on the basketball team on which I was raised. Um, the, uh, the good thing about uh, uh, team sports is that in team sports, uh, the merit system is, uh, is uh, king and queen. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> not questioned by anybody. If you, uh, if, you, if you know how to play, you play. If you uh, are not that good, you spend more time on the bench. Or if you are really poor, then you are replaced by, uh, by the coach. And it is all f fair play. So that's uh, in uh, in sports. I was raised that way, so I'm uh, in fact uh, at home with that uh, with that uh, kind of uh, uh, social organization. In other um, uh, forms or organization, um, a a, a a human trait uh, that is uh, not only human but uh, universal in every single one of us. Um, uh, raises its ugly head, and that is the the uh, the urge to have envy, envy. In fact, uh, okay, you see it even on the uh, on the soccer field. The uh, defender who is really not that uh, 
not that good, meaning uh, far below uh, Lionel Messi uh, of Argentina, uh, is, the, is the one who commits fouls after fouls after fouls against the top players of uh, the attacking team. Uh, and you see, so uh, the envy leads to obstruction. It leads to, uh, obviously, uh, destruction and um, overall to a uh, worse society. That is the team sport example. But uh, you can take it as a metaphor for what happens everywhere. So envy is, uh, is, uh, to, is real. Uh, we have uh, rules, uh, not rules, well, obviously one of the uh, Ten Commandments is, uh, <laughs> speaks, uh, speaks about the importance of, uh, of uh, uh, let's call it mitigating this, uh, this urge. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the envy um, in, uh, in, uh, in us uh, uh, boils to the surface and it has uh, its most damaging effect when it uh, boils through uh, uh, charismatic uh, leaders of the time. I'm thinking about, uh, you know, Hitler and such. Um, uh, envy is the source of all this, uh, let's call it uh, uh, institutional uh, urge to, to rule over other people because, you see, uh, because uh, those other people uh, 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 are doing too well if, if left alone, okay? That's the, uh, the reason for it. Every single, every single um, uh, dictatorship uh, finds its uh, origin in this, uh, in this urge, in this urge. Hmm. Wow. Well, Dr. Bajan, we unfortunately are already coming close to time. And I know we have to be respectful of your schedule as well. So I do want to circle back to that final question. What makes better science? This is a topic that Dr. Patrick Moore and I also touched on a little bit. So I would love to hear your thoughts there. So Dr. Bajan, what makes better science? Well, I, uh, I teach uh, my students and also the readers of, uh, of my, my books in particular uh, uh, get <laughs> to, to, be, to, to know or to do better science. Uh, my advice to you is to, uh, to get to know history, art, sports, and uh, get to know even better your parents. That is uh, that is the way to uh, to uh, to appreciate more and more the uh, the disciplines and laws of uh, science, and also it makes you uh, uh, happier as you convey these uh, very useful uh, uh, teachings to uh, to the students who will come to you later in your career. The book is Freedom and Evolution. We will include the link in the show notes. What a fantastic conversation, and it really does help tie together, yes, what we talk about here all day, every day, the ideas of freedom and how, when they are applied to the problems we see out there, the solutions we can offer goes hand-in-hand hand with the freedom required for any change to take place. Dr. Adrian Bajan, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you. Good luck. Who likes going to the grocery store? You have to pick up the car, head to the store, shop amongst the covid masses, stand in line for hours at checkout, then drive all the way back home only to have to lug your groceries into the house. Well, what if you were able to get all your groceries delivered right to your door with savings up to 50% off of the big guys? 
Brian. Your Thrive Market order has arrived. Thrive Market is one of the top grocery store alternatives on the market, featuring hundreds of products for specific diets and lifestyles. So, you eating paleo or Whole30, or you living that keto life? Perhaps you have celiacs like yours truly, and you want some gluten-free options that actually taste good. Side note, Thrive literally has one of the best gluten-free pizza crusts I've ever had. Literally have it every single week. And here's what's even better. Not only do all orders over $49 get free shipping, but members of the Brian Nichols Show audience get 20% off their first order, plus get one month of their Thrive membership for free. So head over to the show notes and click the link for your exclusive Thrive Market offer and start skipping the grocery store today. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Dr. Adrian Bijan. I can't even say that. It's not wrapping the conversation up. This is just the start of this conversation because, dare I say, this just ties the bow on everything. It, It pulls it all together because, yes, at the end of the day, freedom is science. Freedom is nature. It, it just struck me so much hearing that conversation. And here's the behind the scenes, folks. Dr. Adrian Bajan and I probably shouldn't have turned off the uh, the recorder because we ended up talking for about another half an hour after the episode. Because at the end of the day, this is a conversation, and, and he would confess as well, that a lot of folks in the greater scientific community are not willing to have because they're afraid but they believe the exact thing that Dr. Bejan is, is focusing on today. And what we believe and we teach and talk about here in the Brian Nichols show and in the greater Liberty world every single day. So what can we do to reach those people where they're at? And I dare say, folks, approaching things through the solutions based approach saying, hey, we see the same problems that you see and we have Likely similar solutions. Let's get on the same page. That's where we're going to start to have some success. So please, number one, how can you help? Well, here's what you can do. (laughs) It's easy enough. Share today's episode. That's all it takes. Share today's episode and be sure to tag yours truly uh, at B Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, And I would love to hear what your thoughts were on today's episode, because for me, this is probably one of the most insightful episodes uh, and definitely one of the most educating episodes we've had here on the Brian Nichols show. So I would love to hear about it from number one. Your, your, just your words, email me, Brian at Brian Just tell me what your thoughts were. I, I genuinely want to hear from you. Uh, but also if you want to share what you, uh, enjoyed from the episode today with the world, head over to Brian forward slash reviews. Give us a quick five star rating and review. I would love to see that as well as the other folks who are interested in what we're talking about here in the program, more five star rating and reviews. That's just more and more social proof that people are getting value from what we're doing here at the program. So BrianNicholsShow.com. It costs, what, 30 seconds of your time? And I would greatly appreciate it. It means the world to me, and it helps us beyond words. So, uh, folks, uh, with that being said, a couple of housekeeping notes. Uh, Revolution 21, I've mentioned it, and we're just getting closer. August 5th through the 7th down in Orlando, Florida, part of Young Americans for Liberty. I am so excited to be part of Media Row, so if you're going to be there, make sure you stop by the Brian Nichols Show booth, get a picture, and of course, get some Brian Nichols Show swag, and we're going to have some personalized stuff there as well. And where are we getting this from? It's our amazing shop over at Proud Libertarian. You can check that out, Show.com forward slash shop, and you can get anything from the Brian Nichols Show shop as well over at Proud Libertarian 
For 10% off, all you have to do, use code TBNS at checkout. Now, if you go to the Brian Nichols Show shop, you're going to find some awesome, awesome swag, such as our good ideas don't require force, snapback, don't hurt people, don't take people's stuff, bumper sticker and t-shirt. We have our Alexas, overthrow the government bumper stickers and t-shirts, as well as our question everything, bubble stickers and more. If you are interested, of course, please use code TBNS checkout at checkout and save 10% off your order. You're supporting The Brian Nichols Show and you're supporting great libertarian entrepreneurs over at the uh, Proud Libertarian store. Also, want to say if you want to support the program, how can you do that directly? $5 or $10 a month, you can become a supporting Patreon uh, supporter. And how do you do that? That's a, that's a little redundant there, Brian. A supporting Patreon uh, listener. And, and you can do that at $5 or $10 a month at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. And shout out to our awesome, awesome Patreon supporters already. Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lemma, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Hody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Thank you to all of our awesome Patreon supporters. And folks, if, again, you want to become part of that community and that growing community, what you want to do is maybe learn how to become a better communicator or learn more about marketing. Well, you're going to be hearing from Chris Goizetta and all of his amazing courses that he's developed as a professor in marketing. Jeremy Todd, in his years of experience as a sales manager and salesman himself, talking about the things that we need the most right now in the greater liberty world and that is how to be effective communicators to meet people where they're at to know our audience and of course to enter into those conversations people are already having and offering solutions to the problems they see around them so if you enjoy the episode again please share today's episode folks but with that being said that's all i have for you today coming up on friday alex hatch is joining the program we're discussing respectful parenting, treating others the way you want to be treated, and in this case, modeling the behavior you want your kids to be modeling a great conversation with Alex, and it's a different perspective that a lot of parents uh, maybe are starting to look at more than they have in the past. So if you want to check that conversation out, make sure you hit subscribe so you're not missing a single episode. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Dr. Adrian Bajan. We'll see you Friday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.